Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. Would you like to relax or fall asleep while learning about history? If so, then try my podcast, Calm History. You'll learn all about famous explorers, inventions, civilizations, ancient wonders, and even the Titanic. Just search your podcast player for Calm History or go to calmhistory.com. Hello, welcome to Emotional Badass, where Moxie meets Mindful. I'm Nikki Eisenhower, life coach, psychotherapist, and your host. And on today's episode, we are discussing goal setting and balance. sweet sensitives and empaths and survivors that are out there listening to the show. I want to talk about goal setting and balance because I think it's something that really boggles us as highly sensitive people. One of the reasons that I became a coach was because I I had a really hard time resonating with a lot of the messages that come from coaching from physical coaching to emotional coaching to business coaching, all of the coaching kind of shut me down in a lot of ways. That go hard, more, more, have a concrete goal constantly would really burn me out. Because I think what sensitives often need is a different approach. So that go hard, hustle, hustle, hustle culture, that can be very, very useful at times, doesn't have to be the only way that we relate to goal setting. So a lot of our goals are often external, right? We want that goal. If we're working out, we want to be able to lift a certain amount of weight. If it's an external goal, like I'm trying to buy my first house, maybe it's an external goal. Even weight loss, I think, can be an external goal if we're focused on how we're going to look. Then that's a very external piece. Maybe if we're focused on the health benefits, maybe that's more of an internal goal. We like those tangible goals. We think of those goals as real goals. And we think of other goals as soft, almost non-existent things. We like this concreteness. We like this sort of tangibility It makes us feel secure. We can point to it when someone says, oh, what are you working on? We can say that goal right there, losing 20 pounds or getting the next raise or getting two new clients, like these real firm, external, tangible, concrete goals. I keep seeing a lot of sensitive people who are stressing out at times of transition because if we're transitioning, You know, our goals are not tight. We're in the middle of transitioning. 
So I think this kind of goal mindset that comes from a place of real healthiness often starts to become unhealthy when we're thinking that we're supposed to have these concrete goals constantly, always with the five-year plan. When these goals are tangible, I, I chuckle as I say this, I almost feel like a caveman. Like caveman would say like, see, goal, real, I powerful, because it's tangible, it's real, it would stand up in court. So I want to offer you a different kind of goal setting. One that I believe honors and serves recovering nervous systems and highly sensitive empathic systems. My constant number one goal is to be in balance. My secondary constant goal is to make things easier. So throughout my day, I have many little check-ins with myself, almost as if I'm repeating balance and ease as mantra. So if someone invites me to breakfast and I'm going to have breakfast, I'm going to consider the balance of what I ate at night before to help me choose so that I am eating in a balanced way. When someone reaches out to me and says, oh, Nikki, can you squeeze me into this week? Something came up. I'd like a last minute appointment. I want to look at my schedule and check in with myself. Is that balanced? Is this easy to squeeze someone in this week or do I need to push it to next week? Do I have the bandwidth to give to this request? Does that fit my own goals of living not just a work-life balance, but an internal sort of input-output balance? Am I allowing enough time and space for myself to recharge, to have time away, to be able to have quality time when I am with, whether that's my partner or clients or friends? So many HSPs want their lives to be easier, almost desperate to have life be easier. Many, many external things we can't control. We can't control taxes and the way taxes are. We can't control what our boss is doing or not doing. We can't control the value of the American dollar. We can't control what's going on politically. We can't control the cost of electricity. But what we can control is coming back to center, to balance, and to allow our energy with ourselves to be easier. That's what we have control of. Even when we don't feel like we have control of it, that's where we have the most control. So it's something to keep learning how to come back to. There's an art form to healing. And when it comes to goal setting, I'm advocating meeting yourself in the art form of that goal setting. Now, I don't want it to sound like go hard and hustle and concrete goals are bad. They're not bad. They just have to be used artfully. Often when I'm working with someone who leans towards depression, I want to encourage a lot of fight. Depression takes a lot of fighting it and pushing through. And often with depression, I'm advocating many tangible goals, like a goal of waking up and checking it off the list, and then a goal of brushing the teeth and checking it off the list, and then getting dressed and checking it off the list. So by the time someone struggling with depression has left their house in the morning, ah, oh, so many successes checking off the list. To be able to build some motivation, to be able to build some momentum within 
the allowance of these goals being so many, we almost resist allowing them to be goals. Often when I suggest this, someone scoffs at me and acts like that's ridiculous. I shouldn't have to have those goals. Those are pathetic little goals. There's this way that we benefit from meeting ourselves within that resistance. Mini goals, baby stepping these little bitty tangible goals within depression helps us climb out of the hole that is depression one little bitty step at a time. Interestingly, if I'm working with someone who leans more towards anxiety than depression, I often advocate not fighting that anxiety because in anxiety, our system is already in a fight or flight mode. So if I then add fight on top of my fight or flight, I've just doubled down on my own fight. What is my nervous system to do other than to panic, to get more anxious to amp up? So that's part of the art form of learning how to take care of ourselves. Therapists, life coaches, massage therapists, healers out there. This is part of the art form that we're learning how to artfully offer our clients in their healing. It can't be a one size fits all for each each set of circumstances, each personality, each temperament. Same goes for someone who leans with post-traumatic stress symptoms, very similar to anxiety. I don't want you to keep fighting yourself. So in PTSD and anxiety, I really advocate for these softer goals of balance. This is often the self-love and self-care practice that people are missing when they focus on just taking bubble baths or going on walks. Without internalizing this self-care, we're just doing a bunch of things. And it's not that those things are bad. Those things are helpful. They're beneficial. They feel good. But for those of you out there that are really trying to connect the dots, they're trying to make your work go as deeply as it can to get in there and clean out what needs clearing, consider if offering yourself some balance wouldn't be part of a self-love, an actionable soul care kind of self-love. Would you like to relax or fall asleep while learning about pivotal moments in history? If so, then try my new podcast, Calm History. It's a time machine of tranquility filled with immersive and fascinating stories from history. Prior episodes include The Pilgrims, Marco Polo, Henry Ford, Joan of Arc, Jackie Robinson, Klondike Gold Rush, Ancient Greek Olympics, Easter Island, and the Great Pyramid of Giza. There's also a six-part series about the Titanic. Just search your podcast player for Calm History or go to calmhistory.com. Often the fight that we're having with ourselves in PTSD and anxiety is we're pissed off that these things are so exhausting. Really, any mental health issues, any struggles that we're having, especially as sensitive people, we're exhausted by it. So often the fight to go into goals of balance and ease is I don't want to have to need as much rest as my body really tells me it needs. 
So sometimes the ideals that we hold as a highly sensitive person, I should have more energy than this. I should be able to go to that party just like everybody else and have as much energy. I should be able to show up and go on that hike because I want to. I want that nature. I know that's good for me. But damn it, my body, my mind, my heart, my spirit is telling me to rest. And I don't like that. I'm sick of having to rest. So we often push against doing the things that bring us into balance, which makes our lives easier. This is the art form of healing. I don't know what this episode is going to do for you. I hope it helps you sit back and observe your own personal relationship with how you set goals. Many HSPs will talk to me about feeling behind the curve that their friends and families seem ahead of the game and they seem behind because they take a long time processing or they're not hitting their financial goals because they're paying for therapy. Maybe we're setting up our lives through these ideals that we can't meet and then we set up our own failure stories. What if it could be good enough to rest when you need to rest? What if that was hitting a successful goal? Many of you want to grow your intuitions and learn the difference between intuition and anxiety. What if that was a goal to listen more intuitively and to act more intuitively instead of stressing about what we should have, could have, would have, the ideals? Giving myself permission to let my goals be balance and ease was a game changer for me on the path to feeling whole, grounded, safe, capable, and ultimately strong. I invite you to consider this art of healing in your own life. And if you're lost and confused by what I've said, know that you can come ask questions at my monthly Patreon Q&A. You can find us at patreon.com backslash emotional badass. We are growing. We are working on that video that we promised for hitting our second goal. When you come support the show at Patreon, not only are you getting exclusive content that is not released on this iTunes feed, there are full episodes there for you at Patreon. What you're doing when you come throw us a couple bucks at Patreon, you're also paying for this iTunes feed to have no commercials and to remain commercial free. And I know that y'all want that on the show. So thank you for those of you who have the disposable income and who want to support the show in that way and keep it commercial free. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We do not want to invite advertisers and jack up the vibe of the show. A very huge, big, tangible goal that we've hit recently is that we finally got our store up on Emotional Badass. So those of you who have asked me over the past year. I want a t-shirt. A couple of you have asked me for cups and then I've got some hats too. Those things are there for you on emotionalbadass.com backslash store. It's an experiment. I've never sold t-shirts before. So I'm really curious to see what you want so that I can continue to provide more of what you want in that regard. If you want to see the shirts, you can find me on Instagram, you'll see me in one of the shirts, and you can find that on our Emotional Badass site. Through these goals of balance and ease, you can go look me up online. You can witness what we've been able to build over the last year and a few months. It's tremendous. 
It's big. It's bigger than I ever dreamed was possible. And that's because I've allowed myself to focus on balance and ease. I want you to know that those are not easy ways out. Those are not avoiding the hard things. It's how we rest. It's how we restore. And it's the best way I know to step towards our bigger dreams. I know this is a big dreaming community that's listening to the show out there. I know you have big, giant, passionate, world-changing goals for yourself and for your life. Thank you for all that you do to share this show. And thank you for being the change in the world. It's getting me. I'm having a moment of stepping back and seeing the big picture and how little I knew (laughs) was possible a couple years ago. I hope that by me sharing some of my story with you, it helps you believe in the power of your own. I'm an emotional badass. You are an emotional badass. And together, we are where Moxie meets mindful. Bye-bye. Would you like to relax or fall asleep while learning about history? If so, then try my podcast, Calm History. You'll learn all about famous explorers, inventions, civilizations, ancient wonders, and even the Titanic. Just search your podcast player for Calm History or go to Calm History dot com.